This is Learn From Others, where we interview a cross-section of successful individuals so you can learn from their experiences, achievements, and even their mistakes. We ask four questions that will educate and inspire. Greg Stanley will be your guide as we join our guests on a journey from adolescent daydreaming to success in today's world. Join us on this adventure as we learn from others together. Well, welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest, Nicole Zembrot. Nicole, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm doing great. Well, before we find out what you're actually doing today, why don't you tell us, what did you want to be when you grew up? So, growing up, I always wanted to be the next Aaron Andrews and be in front of the camera on ESPN, Um, and then life took me different directions, but... I always wanted to be a sports broadcaster. Did you want to do Dancing with the Stars as well? No, I can pass on Dancing with the Stars, even <laughs> though I do think she has gotten a lot better on Dancing with the Stars than when she started. So I'll give her, I'll give that to her. That's great. That's great. Well, what was one of your first jobs where you had a paycheck and felt like you had some responsibilities? My first job ever was when I was 16, I started um, doing dishes at a catering company Um so that was when I felt like I was juggling sports, schoolwork, and the job, and that's kind of when I first felt like I had legit responsibilities. Wow, that's really cool. Well, did you have any favorite subjects or hobbies while in school? I like to write, so that's kind of where my love for sports journalism first started, was just reading up on the latest news and then putting it into articles. So I always liked writing and then I always liked English. But I always just like sports in general. So anything that I could somehow relate back to sports, I, I just that's what I fell in love with. Well that's really neat. Well what was one of your first like sports writing jobs? Did you do any in high school or was it after high school? I actually never got into sports writing. I went to my first year of college at the University of Louisville and then I quickly discovered the business side of <laughs> sports. And that's kind of where I fell in love because I had the interactions behind the scenes. I like I was introduced to putting on the show pretty much. And I liked doing that, the behind the scenes stuff. Quickly realized I liked doing that more than I liked being in front of the camera. So that's what I stuck with, and that's how I got to my job today at the Bengals. Well, great lead-in, because I was just about to ask you, well, tell us, what do you do today, and how did you get there? Take us from high school and through college, and how did you get to what you're doing today? When I was younger, I had the opportunity to meet former Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis when I was 12, and when I was met him for the first time, I told him about me wanting to be on ESPN and all that, so we Um, struck up a friendship and he's been my mentor ever since Um, that's 12 years later um, he's just been in my life as a key figure and he's helped me grow in my career just not but also in my personal life too and so that's been key and so kind of kept that and then in college I told him what I wanted to do and he helped me get my internship here at the Bengals and get a big key of advice I like to tell people. A lot of people always hear the advice of it's about who you know, it's about they'll help you get in, and that is true. But a lot of people don't understand it's not only about who you know, but it's about what you do with 
the opportunity that person has given you. Right. Once I was in, I was able to climb the ladder from game day staff, which is pretty much your lowest position, to a seasonal office intern, to a full year intern, to my full-time position now. Currently now what I do with the Bengals is my title is activation coordinator. So a lot of people are like, well, what's that? When your, the sales team goes out and sells corporate partnerships, so all your signage, anything that has to do with a corporate partner, I make those come to life. Um, for instance, uh, one of my favorite activations is working with my car wash, a local car company, mm-hmm. and they their big thing is two sacks you save. So anytime we record two sacks in a game, you'll get five dollars off a ultimate car wash at Mike's the next day and then a dollar of that will go towards a community fund so this year it's going to be Anthony Munoz's community fund and it's been really cool to see that number continue to grow and see how the fans have caught on to that activation so that kind of stuff I really love giving experiences to people and I think that was the biggest thing that made me switch from being in front of the camera to the business side is I'm able to give experiences, once-in-a-lifetime experiences to people through what I do. You know, that sounds like a really cool program because if you think about it, I mean, the Bengals are raising funds through advertising and sponsorship, yet Mike's Car Wash is also selling car washes. And at the same time, the folks that are watching the game could get some cool discounts for themselves, and at the same time, you're providing some funds to a nonprofit like Anthony Munoz's foundation. So it sounds like it's a win-win, exactly. win-win <laughs> for everybody. For everybody, all the way across the board. So that's really cool. And just as a call out to our listeners, if you go back a little ways, Anthony Munoz was one of our first guests. So you can go back and listen oh, wow. to his, yeah, that's listen awesome. to his career journey. Anthony is a great guy. There's not a single bad thing you can ever say about him. He's just a great guy. So I'm happy he's able to come on this for you. Yeah, he was really great, and he had quite an interesting career journey and super gracious, nice guy. It was awesome to have him on board. Well, that's great. Now, what is your typical work week like? So it sounds like you deal with a lot of different folks, a lot of different companies, and a lot of different opportunities. So the Bengals are one of the smallest uh, front offices organizations in all professional sports. So I wear many hats. So I usually, when I get this question, I don't have a regular like day-to-day. On top of the clients that I have, I also handle the radio and TV networks, so the broadcast. Um, I do more with radio. Um, I will be anywhere from talking, reaching out to affiliates. I plug the broadcast with all of our partner spots. I'm working with our radio company, iHeart Media, very closely, TV. I plug those spots, or I'll give those spots to our local TV broadcasts. I also handle print. So right now, with our schedule being set to release very soon, I'm working on getting a lot of those pocket schedules printed and sent out to various locations in the greater Cincinnati area. I handle the mascots, mascot, so our mascot, Hootay, and the cheerleaders, the Bengals. I handle their appearances. And anything kind of like from the business side with them, I handle. But it's just a lot. I love the fact that I don't have a 
normal day every day because it's just kind of new and exciting every day I come into work. Right, right. No, that's fantastic. That's really cool. As a reminder, you can check out all previous episodes at learnfromothers.org, including the Anthony Munoz interview. And if you're an educator or a student, you can search for podcasts by career cluster and additional resources are under the resource tab. So, Nicole, we learned what you wanted to be when you grew up, which was something in sportscasting. And what you do today is actually working with an NFL football team. So if you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? I don't, I don't think I would do anything different. I think the way like that I went from wanting to work on the broadcasting side to the business side it's just the way that I was supposed to work out and it's really shaped me into who I am today I can't wait to continue to grow in my career and like and right now I say that I don't I like the way but who knows maybe in 10 years or so I can be working for communications on the on the sports side or something like that you just never know but I'm very much enjoying what I'm doing right now. So I don't think I would go back and make anything different. Oh, that's a great way to look at it. And if you can say that, that means even though you had some obstacles in the past, you're able to overcome them and felt like they were value added to what you're doing today. So that's really a really great thing to hear. So, well, let's make the assumption someone wants to do what you do to be a, now say it again, a partnership activation for an NFL football team, something to that effect? Yes. Yes. Partnership activation coordinator. Wow, okay. Well, what advice would you give them? Is there a typical career path or college degree they need to get? From my own experience, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati with a degree in marketing, but I also did a minor in sport administration. I would definitely suggest on going with the business degree, and you can put a minor in sport administration, sport management, if you would like. But with that business degree, focus your internships and your working experiences in sports. That's what I did because with the business degree, it allows you, there's just so much more opportunity than just being stuck within the sports realm in case like, hey, I want to go work for the brand side of sports. A business degree will help you get there. I would definitely advise always do your internship work in the sports field experience is definitely key to anything we're kind of we're going finishing up our internship applications right now and it is so vital to have that sports experience on your internship and then kind of how I started with it I did have my my connection with Marvin Lewis but just put yourself out of your comfort zone and reach out to your your school's athletic department Anything you can start to do, whether it's paid or unpaid, just put yourself out there and everything will fall into place. Wow, that's great advice. That's really cool. Well, speaking of mentor, you mentioned Marvin Lewis. Is there any advice that you have for someone who is seeking out a mentor? Is there anything in particular? Was yours organic or did you target you know, a specific person in, in general? So a little bit of both. It just so happened like I continued to follow up with Marvin and keep that relationship alive. So you definitely have to put a little bit of effort into it, but organic in in the sense that, like, you want to make sure your mentor is a fit. So um, in college, I also interned for the Cincinnati Reds, and one of my director there, she is no longer with the team. She's working elsewhere in sports. But 
I continue to get lunch with her, keep in touch with her. Um, it's just a fit, and she's been a great help to me in my career, too. That's great. Well, are there any current projects you or the Bengals are working on that you would like to share? So with it being uh, the off-season, it's funny because a lot of people will be like, well, do you work in the off-season? The grind does not stop in the off-season. <laughs> um, so we have the NFL regular schedule being released very soon. So we have a lot of – I work with Ticketmaster, so they have a lot of assets around the – schedule release, so getting those ready. Next Thursday, the 25th, is the NFL draft. So we have partners being invited. There's an event for season ticket members to come down here and to the stadium to watch it, the draft. And then once we have our pick, Coach Taylor will come out and talk to everybody, address the pick, but it's also been just a very exciting offseason with the arrival of Coach Taylor. The Bengals' mantra this year has been, this year so far has been a new day just because we have a whole new coaching staff in here and it's young and exciting and we're all ready to get to camp and get to the regular season. Wow, so you have a lot of current, a lot of projects you're working on. <laughs> yes. That's great. Yes. Well, as with most journeys, success largely depends on reliable transportation. And we don't know each other, but I'm a huge car enthusiast. So could you please tell me, what was your first car? My first car was a 98 crossover Ac black crossover Acura that my sister and I shared. So that was oh, fun. Oh, okay. That's pretty yes. cool. I am a twin, so we shared it. Oh, okay. I'm a twin as well. Small world. Oh, fun facts. Yes, fun facts. Well, what's your dream car if you have one? You know, like a lot of people always say, all oh, like mean like the Porsches and all that. Honestly, I just want a car that has good gas mileage, pretty much. Um, <laughs> That's I a dream car. As, sure. I, just, I don't drive the most fuel efficient car right now, so I'd like to eventually get um, a nice fuel efficient car. Nothing wrong with that. Sure. I, you probably haven't heard that one before. So I have not. I've heard I want a car that's paid off. I want so, you know something reliable. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard fuel efficient yet. So that's the first. Well, awesome. Well, one great perk to some jobs is a company car. So if I had all the money in the world, I'd love to buy you a cool company car based on your job. And this one was a lot of fun and actually went a couple of different directions. So Ooh. obviously, first I thought of Bengal Tigers. And I remember back in the day, there was this, the saying, put a tiger in your tank. That's before your time. But that was related to the 1960s Pontiac GTO. Are you familiar with that car at all? Yes, I actually oh. am. Okay. Well, I will send you a picture. So I, I originally went with the 1965 GTO because I had a color that was called Tiger Gold. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Well, then it turns out they actually painted one with the Bengal stripes. And it was in a TV show called My Three Sons. And apparently it's a fairly popular one, so it looks just like a Bengal tiger. Well, then I thought, that's a little bit too over the top. So the one I picked for you is actually here in the Cincinnati area. It's a very specific car. It's a 1967 red GTO convertible, and it's a friend of mine's, and it's so interesting because it was originally bought by Paul Brown, and he bought it for his administrative assistant in 1967, and it still has the Cincinnati Bengals parking sticker from 1967 on the windshield and uh Ooh. it's a very specific car so that's the one i've picked for you you can see it anytime you'd like he has a cars and coffee up in middletown the yes. first saturday of every month so very specific car for you first time i picked an actual real car for somebody but that's the car i would pick for you 
That'd be that would be cool. I think I I feel like I don't know. We get some pictures of cars that come through, and I might have seen a picture of that come through. The it tiger- might have. Oh, the tiger stripe one. Yeah, that one's that one's on YouTube and Google and everything else. So I know the the red one I picked for you has been in the Reds opening day parade before. I think two years ago. So okay. Yeah, well, I cool. like that though. Red's a slick color. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much for taking us on your career journey today. What's the best way our listeners to learn more about you or the Bengals? Um, you can visit our website at bengals.com or look me up on my LinkedIn under Nicole Zimbrook. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nicole, for taking us on your career journey today. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at LFO. That's G-R-E-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-L-F-O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.